the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Rockin' and rollin' 98.9 The Answer. I'm Vince Tornado in for Bruce Hooley today. I'll be here tomorrow. We got, I believe, Jack Windsor on a Wednesday through the rest of the week. Of course, the uh, the big story is uh, not the death of Suzanne Summers, And, of course, uh, she had a, a big career with uh, Three's Company, Step by Step, and then uh, the Thigh Master and all those uh, lovely inventions that she peddled. It's, uh, it's not that, although uh, worthy of a, a topic as that may be for some. We're talking about the uh, situation in Israel and uh, what is happening there. And I think what is so difficult about situations like this is that you so often can ingest so much information that it can be very difficult to actually discern what is the truth, especially when, like, you have these social media platforms. Like, uh, and I refuse to call it uh, to call it X. I mean, I, I, I'm cautiously optimistic about Elon Musk, but, but I ain't calling it X. It's going to be Twitter. So especially when you have websites like Twitter and and TikTok and others where you can very quickly share videos and things, it is it is it is so easy to take in information that it can be very hard because you're bombarded. There there there's just there's just so much information coming at you when it comes to uh, situations uh, like uh, like Israel and, and and some stuff too that's not even helpful or even healthy to to consume. But it's, of course, good to be aware, and of course, as we have talked in times past, oftentimes that uh, line of being aware and being unhealthily consumed by what is happening in the news is uh, is very thin. That could be very a very a very thin line. So we'll address it. We'll talk about it. And uh, one thing, too, that I want to say as well as we start off the show here on 98.9 is the fact that when you see situations like this, I don't know about you, but when you see situations like this, it can bring you a great deal of fear, of of trepidation. It can make you feel frightened as to the future of, of what's going to happen. Where does this take us? And the fact is, you know, right now nobody knows except for God. Uh, and the other fact is, is that we can only react to what we do concretely know. And key word, concretely. Because when we examine the news, we have to, I think, uh, look at it and piece things together. Like, who's saying this? Who's saying this? Who's saying that? And what are the key metrics that I use when I look at any news story is what is the type of language that is being used? And if it's like always or never and extreme words like that, then I start to get a little like, are they, this smells like manipulation, like emotional manipulation. Like you're, you're wanting to make me feel a certain way, sort of like a, a, a PSA. Like if you ever watch like, and I, I can't even watch them. I change the channel every time the PSAs that'll come on TV that uh, you'll see for the uh, the dogs and, and then the cats and those suffering animals, which I, I think it, it's a very effective ad, at least not for me. I haven't given anything, but I have given to other you know humanitarian organizations for pets and other things. But when you see these things, like they're they, I think to, I mean it's effective. It, it, it's it's an effective mechanism of encouraging somebody to take action when you emotionally quote unquote manipulate them, or present some sort of emotional story. 
So when somebody is trying to play on your emotions, when somebody is trying to make you feel a certain way, I think you have to be very suspect of that because we live in an age with this war in Israel specifically that uh, it's, it's a very emotional thing, and rightfully so. It should be. I mean, when you're talking about the slaughter of, of children, when you're talking about, um, you know, the raping and pillaging of innocent people, and I can even think of somebody, a family friend of ours, his friends, shot, just because they existed. When you think of that type of, of, of that level of hatred, that's 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 scary. That's terrifying. That's that's just um, you, you can't even comprehend how could how could somebody hate somebody like that? But it exists. That evil does exist. But what that evil would like us to do is to sit back and to and to just have this 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 feeling of being paralyzed by fear. And that's not what we've been given into. If you're a Christian, and, and, and we'll talk with, actually, Bruce Hooley at uh, 12.05. We're going to get an update on him. And I know that the, the, the cry of Bruce's heart and what he calls this, this second life of his that he's been given with this, with this cancer diagnosis is that you would know Jesus Christ as your Savior, and I would pray the same thing for you. But the, 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 the great thing for us Christians is the fact that we've, not, we've been not, not given into that fear. We've been not given into that uh that uh that terror and that 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 paralyzing fear that we can often feel and that's why i was listening earlier to uh, mike gallagher here on 989 talking about the the great generous giving to an organization uh the the international fellowship of christians and jews they're providing uh you know entertainment and things for kids who are frightened uh and and food for adults and families and uh, and other elderly individuals uh, in these affected communities in israel and I think one of the greatest antidotes to seeing stories like this and things like this is to take action. Because one thing I can't stand is when we look at this and it's like, oh, look at this. Ter-. No, we can always take action. Sometimes that thing is, is, is giving to organizations like the International Fellowship of Christians and Jews. And sometimes also uh, it's just praying because sometimes it's the only thing that you can do. And it's hard. It's hard when you look at stories like this and you see these things that are just so huge. It's just so large and, and you feel like, well, how can I take action against that? Maybe you just you you put up a yard sign. Maybe you have conversations with people, and it, well, why do you feel a certain way? Why explain to me? And that's that's one of the greatest like like um, um, pieces of ammo in an argument or or in a discussion where maybe you're you're encountering somebody who's got an opposing opinion. You can go and actually you know just just explain. Hey. Tell me a little bit about why you feel that way or why, why you think that way. And then therein lies, you, you'll kind of unpack the story as to why they think a certain way. And then you can start to address why somebody thinks that way. It's because there's something behind that. There's always a story or something behind the opinion. So basically what I'm saying is, is we've had the week, the roughly a week. It's been about 10 days since this war began. We've had the time to kind of see, okay, here's kind of where things are headed. I don't want I don't want to say like stabilize because war is honestly never stable. But the action that I think that we can take today is to, like I said, give to organizations like the International Fellowship of Christians and Jews, give to other reputable organizations. Of course, we can pray. That's the best thing that we can do. Pray and take action. And the action that we can do is is if somebody has other opinions and thoughts about this, encounter that. And, and, and ask questions about that. Because maybe you don't at that time, like a lot of people, 
have all the facts, have all the thoughts, have all the opinions, have everything you can do to change that person's mind, because that's not what you're going to do. I, I would love to talk to somebody who's actually, well, yeah, we had a conversation in the middle of Kroger, and that changed their But You're not going to change somebody's mind. The best thing that you can do is get somebody to think. Just think a little bit. Because there, there's, there's these stories that you can see, and it's like, oh, well, that must be what it is. No, you got to look underneath the headline just a little bit more. I got, uh, last night, I went to AutoZone and got, uh, got some, uh, filters and just went through this big, uh, rigmarole with, uh, getting some, uh, uh, transmission fluid fixed out and the vans fixed and we're all good. And, uh, and there's no more of that weird, you know, kind of like that shuddering of the van. So that's, that, that's working well. You got, you got to look under the hood to figure out what's wrong and what, what's going in there. So that's why you got to ask people, Hey, why do you think that way? Tell me, tell me, tell me what, what helped you arrive at that conclusion? What what made you arrive at that conclusion? And then you also have to look deeper beneath the headlines as well. So there are plenty of things that we can do to take action as it as it as it stands with regard to the situation in Israel. We can of course give, we can of course pray, we can of course ask questions and kind of encourage people to think, but also look beneath the headlines and don't buy the hype and don't allow yourself to be emotionally manipulated by whatever piece of content that you're seeing. And also, of course, a word of caution as well is just because the information may be available, just because this information may be published online in the name of being aware, it doesn't necessarily mean that you should actually go and consume that media. Because there's a lot out there. There's a lot of sick and twisted and evil we can't even describe. And I know that uh, we've heard reports of things that, honestly, I don't even want to describe in detail because I think, to a certain extent, it can help the other side and it could actually do more harm than good. Because we, and and this is where it's hard. This, this is where this is where living in a, in, a, in an age of being connected and seeing all these things. And th- this is a, and I'm sure you have the same like type of struggle that I have. In an age of information and information availability and just just being right there all the time. You you can you can discern so much, you can see all this, but it, it it's hard. It, it it's just hard to 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 discern what is actually going on. And we will discern what is what is actually going on, and we will see uh, more of what's happening. We know that uh, President Biden is considering a uh, trip to Israel. Uh, it also looks like uh, a fascinating update that uh, Prime Minister Netanyahu is uh, going to have a uh, conversation with Vladimir Putin. And I actually laughed out loud when I read the article because Vladimir Putin said he wanted to stop the bloodshed. I Hey, I guess that's good. It kind of rings hollow a little bit, coming from Vladimir Putin. But there is some positive stuff. There, there, there is some good stuff happening in the world. We'll talk about it in regards to Israel and other things as well. It's Vince Toredo sitting in for Bruce Hooley right here on 98.9 The Answer. All right, just about 21 after the hour here on 98.9 The Answer. You will hear the familiar voice. Bruce Hooley coming up at 12.05. But uh, let's here, about 13 minutes away, we're going to have Mark Harrington from a great organization called Created Equal because 
um, as I'm filling in and doing uh, some work and uh, attempting to uh, honor the uh, the the uh, the great standards that uh, Mr. Hooley has upheld here on the show, um, I want to make sure that uh, we highlight the things that are happening here in Ohio. And I think tying into um, what I was saying last segment is that I think the antidote, what are the antidotes to fear, at least in a human sense, is to uh, to take action. Um, we, of course, have some great battles here uh, in Ohio as it relates to uh, the issue of life, of abortion, the murder of the unborn. Then we also have issue two, which you should be voting no on that as it relates to the legalization of of marijuana. And when you think about it, these campaigns say like, well, you know, regulate marijuana like alcohol. It sounds great, doesn't it? It sounds so simple. Like when, when something sounds I, I guess I would add that on to like my last segment. Like if something sounds so simple, um, there it's probably not. It's probably not very simple. Like, well, this is it. It's like, no, it's it's it's. It's probably a little bit more complex than that, and there's probably some context. And that's that's another question you got to ask yourself. Like anytime you face like an issue or or something, or you're reading something in the news, you've got to ask yourself what's the context because context is incredibly critical. So two things as as we kind of look at some of the news with uh, with Israel and really any news uh, for that matter is what's the context and is it is is something missing? Is there is there context missing? Or is there context here that doesn't necessarily need to be there? So I guess what's the context, you know, missing or adding something? And what is the emotional language being used? So I guess that that's the way that uh, I would uh, discern and kind of travel through the news. And when they say things like simple, like regulated like alcohol, like like in terms of issue two and legalizing marijuana here in Ohio, it's like, which, by the way, early voting is now. I'm, I'm old school. Like, I, I don't want to go and, and vote and vote uh vote early i'm the kind of guy you know where sometimes and my wife's a little bit different like i like to sit down in the restaurant you know kind of do things cla- a classic sort of way i like to go into the bank yes i'm one of those people yes i'd like to read actual physical uh, physical newspaper every once in a while um and i like my dateline on uh is it friday night so sue me so yes, I'm like one of those people where I like things to kind of you know in a classic way. I'm very I'm a very old school kind of guy. So I would just say, um, you just need to make sure that uh, you use those kind of uh, uh, lenses and things, and make sure that uh, you make sure you're not being emotionally manipulated. And you go and you just uh, take a look at uh, what's the context, uh, you know, what what's 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 missing here. So yeah, I, I'm old school and I don't like to go and vote. Uh, vote uh, early i like to make sure that uh, i vote on the day i'd like to take my kids with me even though my two-year-old probably just wants to press the buttons and i you know would accidentally vote uh, yes on issue two uh but no he, he likes to come with me and i like to make sure that uh that my boy uh even on a small scale um does uh at least have the words vote and the understanding of uh taking part in that process so uh so that's uh that's what's happening there so yes yeah, so uh, mark carrington uh, created equal coming up at about 10 minutes here on 98.9 the answer and uh, talking more about the uh, war in Israel, uh, as I said earlier, uh, President Biden, it looks like he's thinking about taking a trip over there, which would be good. Uh, I'm trying to think of any negative consequences of that, but uh, we'll see how uh, that plays out. I uh, saw this alert from Fox News. It says that uh, Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu will speak with Russian President Vladimir Putin in a phone call later on Monday. 
So this is uh, quoting some senior Israeli officials. They're telling uh, Fox News Digital the it's gonna the phone call between uh, Putin and Netanyahu would uh, likely take place on Monday evening. And uh, there's really no details on it, uh, but uh, Putin has talked and uh, said a little bit. Uh, and he says what matters now is to stop the bloodshed. So uh, we'll see what happens there and how that con- – can you imagine? Like I sometimes when I, when, I, when I see stories like that, I'm just like, imagine being Netanyahu and actually sitting down like, you're going to talk. With, and maybe it just doesn't phase him. I don't know. And let's let's just make sure that we do – uh, offer up our prayers for that conversation for the entire conflict as well. Uh, Biden has continued and said that the humanitarian crisis in Gaza, one of his top priorities, and uh, he has consistently, at least in a, in a, in a good sense, uh, has consistently said that we're standing with Israel. And uh, U.S. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken, uh, who has said in the past, actually, uh, he has seen atrocities that he doesn't want him to describe. He had some uh, conversations uh, with some Saudi officials uh, such as the Crown Prince and others, and calling it very productive. Uh, he's coming back to Israel today, uh, Anthony Blinken is, and uh, it looks like we are, as we have been for the past few days, waiting to see uh, what the uh, ground game is going to look like in Gaza, and that should be starting relatively soon. So we'll, uh, of course, pray for that as well and monitor that for you. So uh, the U.S. is going to start evacuating U.S. nationals immediately and uh, immediate family members by sea uh, today. So there, there is just so many. You can even see just going through this list of kind of like bullet pointing a little bit of uh, what's happening in Israel, just like all the things that uh, did take place. So uh, looks like we've got some news here with uh, about uh, 3,000 Palestinians have been killed, uh, and it's hard. Because you you see so much, uh, you know, varying degrees of information uh, across the web in terms of these numbers. But I'm doing my best to make sure that what you do here is accurate uh, and is uh, is um, you know right on target there for you. So we do have uh, 29 Americans and five Canadians also confirmed uh, dead from the conflict as well. And uh, an organization called the Committee to Protect Journalists has said that as of October 14th. In the first eight days of fighting, we've had uh, 12 journalists killed. This is uh, 10 Palestinian journalists and one Israeli journalist and one reported missing. So there's uh, interesting things and sad things that uh, occur as a uh, result of this conflict. And it's amazing how like you just see sort of that, uh, that ripple effect of war and this conflict and how, how truly, like I just mentioned a little bit earlier, there's a, uh, a friend of ours who had uh, two friends who were just shot and killed just because uh, they were Israeli, just because truly they they, they existed. So, um, you know, I think this war in some aspects is closer to some than, uh, than we actually realize. But the plus, though, the plus, and I always try to find pluses. If you, if you heard me at any point in time in the past here on, uh, on 98.9 filling in for Bruce is uh, some good news here. Two in three Americans, or roughly 65%, say the U.S. should publicly support Israel. 23% say we should say or do nothing related to the conflict. And about 8% say the U.S. should publicly criticize Israel. Um, the partisanship uh, is interesting, whether you're Republican, Democrat, or otherwise, didn't seem to play uh, much into uh, this poll. 77% of Republicans say that uh, we should support Israel, 69% of Democrats. So at least uh, we're all thinking the same thing and making sure that we're on the side of Israel, on the side of good. More details there. we got Mark Harrington next. It's Vince Tornado in for Bruce Hooley here 
on 98.9 The Answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.